This is a stalemate. Nobody's going to talk today. (laughs) 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 We review one comic with dogs in it, and that's how you start. (laughs) Now my dogs are going to start to bark because I'm. You didn't do that when we reviewed Scooby Doo. No, I didn't because Scooby Doo goes. How do you know these dogs in this comic all talk like I mean, it does say they make barking noises when they talk, but I, I imagine I don't know when these dogs talk, whatever noise like, you made, they're like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm a dog. Look at you. Watch me do a dog thing. Wow. That's <laughs> I, I mean, that's how I imagine these dogs, because I that's mean, not how I remember reading the book, but I, it, it could be what's happening, I guess. It, it doesn't oh. seem what happened in the in the comic. Oh, I don't like you, Mr. Rawr. There. That was pretty close. <laughs> All right. Well, no, we're I here. Mean, I, this I, is... I just uh, that's my that's how I imagine my own dogs. When I imagine my dogs talking. Oh, hey, Mr. Rawr. I mean, should we tell people why we're here and, and what we're talking about? I is mean, that, I, this is I, funny book forensics. Oh, my it's gosh. A I thought podcast we were just about comic books. Yeah. I mean, we usually do. I thought I might change it up for once and maybe start <sighs> out the episode by mentioning that this is actually a podcast about comic books that we do. And it, this one's about dogs, dogs or something. Yeah. Dogs. We're taking a little break from the drug issues for a minute. <sighs> we know. Rehabbing it up. We survived the Teen <laughs> Titans. We're we going to talk about Iron Man or have talked about Iron Man, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah. Uh, but we're taking a little break from those yep. and we're going to talk about drug manufacturers. Exactly. Because but why not? <laughs> why not? I mean, it seems to fit. Well, I got these books on Kickstarter and just got around to reading the third one. And uh, they're called Alpha Dogs. And I really like them. Alpha Dogs? Spoiler. I like them. I like them enough to want to talk about them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is that I can okay? That. Yeah. No, that's fine. You, Dan, you do what you want to do. This is going to be a Dan episode, everybody. I'm not going to talk. All right. Bye, guys. I think that's that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Since I don't have a lot of history to draw from on this one, so I'm probably going to need you to talk about like story layout, plot, movement, things like that. You know, the things that you do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose. Um, no, yeah, I no. did just get a forty-seven dollar royalty check for my writing from two thousand eight. Well, that Damn. is good. I applaud you. I believe my first royalty checks were like a quarter, a dollar, two dollars. I'm not sure why somebody's buying an old book about debate in I, maybe, 2022. Maybe, so I get paid, but cool. Maybe they're excited about it and they want to learn. And you know what that means? That means you. You, you said how much? How much did you make? Like 47 bucks. Dang, awesome. man. You know, you can go down to Little Caesars and you can get yourself... One, two, three, four. That will never happen. So you can just stop this fantasy right now. A couple of two liters. Uh, hey, I measure my royalty checks in Little, little Caesars that I can't eat. So I, I'm like, I, I just find it humorous because nobody it's, should eat Little Caesars. That's just factual. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, fine. Well, anyway, Alpha Dogs. <laughs> yeah, Alpha Dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're really killing me on this right now. <laughs> So anyway, Kickstarter book, Alpha Dogs. Yeah. And we've got a hurt puppy on the cover. And I don't like that. Wait. Oh, yeah. Because he's yeah, there's one. There's like one, bullet holes in him, Greg. Yeah. There's yeah. Bullet holes into a or dog. something. But there's another dog. There's a bunch of other dogs behind that dog. And then there's like uh, a, this is a, kind of like when Scrappy-Doo was hunting down Scooby-Doo in, in Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this dog kind of scary. And, and this dog kind of looks like Kratos. Kind of does. Yeah, this dog is the dog of war. See what I did there? I'm Listexic. I've got a pouty dog behind me. She's sitting yeah. by the door trying to figure out why she can't leave the room. Because your dog's not an alpha. No, <laughs> she's really not. <laughs> she hides from everything. She would not do well in this environment. Well, no. <laughs> let's get let's get to page one, shall we? Who Who did alpha dogs? Well, I was going to say it's at the bottom of page one. So I was going to say, here's a Karen on page one. Oh, yeah. Karen calling from her car saying there's a polar bear on the beach or a pit bull or an albino bear or a pit bull. Albino bear. And she's scared. She said, come get it. It, It's big enough to eat a horse, but it's dead. 
or asleep. She can't tell. She must not be very good at seeing since uh, like on the next page, the dog has is there's blood everywhere and bullet holes in the dog. So yeah. I, I don't know if she's very good at seeing. No, not maybe it's really dark. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's being a good Samaritan. Maybe. Well, this book is written by John Dexter, illustrated by Fernando Malik, colored by Ezekiel Dominguez, lettered by Lucas Uratia. I'm sorry, Lucas. I tried. I thought I had most of the other names. I probably messed up Fernando's name, too. But in classic funny book forensics fashion, we're going to mess up the names. Alpha Dogs was created, however, by John Dexter. <laughs> and we maybe insta stock John Dexter and saw that this book is based on his adorable white pitbull. Yeah. Which I'm sure if you listen to podcasts or something with John Dexter, you'd find out. But we're not here to pump up John Dexter's past appearances. No, we're here to talk about the first three issues of Alpha Dogs in classic funny book forensics fashion. Yes, of course. And we've got, <laughs> we've got a, a dog. <laughs> we've got a dog on the beach and he's been shot and yeah. he looks not alive. And it's really sad. His little face is yeah. looking down in the sand. And you've got a caption just noting that it had to be a pit bull. And our first scene is an animal control agent coming out to follow up on this good, wonderful citizens report and checking out the dog. And he's kind of joking around saying, looks like you chased the wrong jogger. Yeah. I wonder what it's like to be an animal control officer. This must be one of the most depressing jobs in the universe. To go out on calls like this where you got to go and find and retrieve deceased animals Dead animals yeah. or i yeah. mean i i have a friend that that is one and there's i mean there's a lot of upsides to things that they say that they've they've witnessed but then there's also these types of things which can probably be super depressing so i'm pretty sure they take the good with the bad you know they take the uh the the rescues and those well things. here's a positive side of it it looks like he, he uh the dog's breathing so <gasps> he's alive yeah and the control agent heads off and there's the dog and bullets are flying out of him this is like wolverine style level stuff here yeah i believe i've seen that in a wolverine comic before yeah where wolverine just shoots bullets that that have come been shot into him just right back out yeah it's interesting and you know there's a big history of super dogs as you're aware i i'm kind of a fan of one scooby-doo yeah I know. Uh, no, Crypto. Deputy Dog. Do you know Crypto was created by Otto Bender? No, I didn't. Did you know Legion of Superheroes was created by Otto Bender? I did not. Did you know Otto Bender wrote half of the Captain Marvel comic books? He like over half of them. He wrote like 963 Captain Marvel comic books for wow. Fawcett Comics wow. before coming to DC. That is a lot. He co-created Supergirl. He created Crypto with Kurt Swan. He created the Legion of Superheroes. He, he's done a few things. Just a, dogs have a super dogs have a, a big history in comics. Yeah. And this is a really this is this is an interesting start. Uh, the dogs up and and thinking in our language. Where are the others? Mm-hmm. I need to find them before the monster does. So I'm intrigued. It looks like we have a mystery. A mystery. Maybe. Four oh, months we're, earlier. For time. OK, we're four <laughs> months earlier. OK, I want to I guess we're going to find out what happened. That is what we're going to find out because four months earlier. This same dog was sitting in a door. This dog's adorable. Well, let's it face is pretty it. pretty adorable. What were you saying about his eye mark? Oh, his it looks face like marking. <laughs> looks yeah. like Kratos. The, it's the dog. It's the dog of war instead of the god of war. I, I think the art on this page is adorable. Yeah. I mean, got a butterfly landing on a dog's nose. I mean, it's just it's it's a sweet thing. When he's pawing at the door to let it in, too. He's yeah. looking at it and he's hey. waiting for Ina. I. Ina or Ina, we should probably settle on Ina. I'm going to go with uh, with Ina because I'm going to forget. <laughs> You're going to go with Ina. Okay, perfect. Ina. <laughs> so, Ina. We'll, Ina. We'll divide Ina. it up. Ina, Ina. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but we've got a pup um, and we've got some captions up the top. Ina Buck's owner spent years on the run from those who wish to steal her incredible <laughs> dogs. Okay, this makes sense. So mm-hmm. they're out at a farmhouse somewhere. You know, who else grew up in a farmhouse? Crypto. Crypto. How'd you know? Uh, I had a feeling because Crypto is Superman's dog. You know who didn't grow up in a farmhouse? Who? Ace the Bathound. Ace the Bathound. <laughs> Did not grow up in a farmhouse. Grew up in a mansion? 
or a Scooby Doo did not grow up in a farmhouse, but no. Crypto grew up in a farmhouse because he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Well, we have another dog come in, um, and he's kind of making fun of Puck. He's like, "Where's your pride? You're just like standing there, <laughs> waiting for somebody." Yeah, and they're chatting, and we've got these dogs and we get a little caption that the dogs communicate with one another in their own language to human ears. The dogs conversation sound like some Neanderthal dialect barks and howls. <laughs> that sounds kind of terrifying coming from a pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. Or a couple pit bulls. Yeah. I'm not sure I would enjoy that if some pit bulls were standing there making these big Neanderthal howls. And, and you're sitting there like, um, what are the, what's your intention? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's and they're just they're like we don't know what those guys we know what those guys are talking about and we're just having a casual conversation what's your problem humans like yeah. we're, we're just chilling out we're just chilling i can see and the dogs are having a little chat and it, basically we've got the older dog kind of chewing out buck for mm-hmm. being satisfied with his life and buck's asking why he keeps secrets and now he's excited because because ina's home and Somebody's following her and he is freaking the F out because he's been told by Ina that nobody's allowed in their house. Nobody comes to our house. But then we find out that Ina has met a friend named Salem and they used to work together at NextGen, which and they did cancer research. Okay, that seems nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cancer researchers, probably nice people, I would think. You would think. Yeah. I mean, trying to cure terrible disease. So, okay. And then yeah. Buck's trying to talk, barking out. I mean, why is he here? And she calls out Buck and Cyrus. That's the other pup's name. Mm-hmm. And they come out and she's telling um, them that she loves this guy. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's going to go downhill from there. Now, I saw this in, in the League of Super Pets when, when <laughs> Clark told Crypto that he loved Lois and didn't go well for the rest of the movie <laughs> until the oh, end no. and then everybody loved each other again. Oh, well, that's good. That was a happy ending. I can't believe you haven't seen the league of super pets. Nope. I haven't. Cause you don't have HBO. We, yeah. we discussed this. Yeah, earlier. We just discussed it. Yeah. So you're I missing mean, out. You're missing out on classics like black Adam. Yeah. League of super pets. Yeah. Basically every DC movie, the rock's going to be in until the end of time. I, yeah. I, after Black Adam, I'm not sure that he'll be any more DC movies, but <laughs> I know I was just going to say, did he just like, didn't he just like uh, leave? <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked it. I mean, it was fine. Uh, Otto Bender also created Black Adam. Oh, well, fun fact. I saw that and, and Mary Marvel. Oh, OK. And Uncle Marvel. Uncle Marvel. But Taki Tani, he created the tiger. He co-created the tiger. Oh, so. Okay. And there's that. There's that. I'll, I probably should stop talking about Otto Bender. Yeah. I could talk about Otto Bender all day and maybe <laughs> get back to yeah. the comic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah. Well, your, we've got, come. we've got a couple scenes here and, and we're going to cover three of these tonight. So I may, I may not just go word for word, but, uh, Ina's trying to get Salem into the house and their friends and the dogs are really not liking this too much. Yeah, they're a little they're I think they're a little put off by it because, well, I mean, like Buck, he's been told nobody comes to the house. Cyrus is kind of like he doesn't trust people, it seems like. But Cyrus is the veteran of the two and is a little bit wiser, I would say. And so Ina steps away and Salem wants to get to know Cyrus and they're talking. And he says, little Bill told me to tell you no hard feelings. And Cyrus is like, he's alive. So who's Little Bill? I'm not sure, but Little Bill is the one who brought me to you. Well, to Ina, you might say. He told me about what happened to your owner, your true owner. And I admire you, Cyrus. Sacrifices you've made to protect Ina and Buck, um, but they don't need you anymore, and you certainly don't need them. So he's trying to sell Cyrus on something here. And he's trying to sweet-talk Cyrus into taking his blood. Yeah. And Cyrus is just assesses his situation and just says, fine, take it. But that's when Buck walks back in and freaks the F out. This is not cool. And Buck's smelling his blood and Cyrus is saying, go away. And Mm -hmm. Ina comes back out to all the barking because needless to say, I imagine if the dogs think they're hurting each other, they're going to bark up. And uh, 
Salem tries to become friends with Buck, which yeah. I don't know if Neanderthal Neanderthal growls would necessitate me holding the hand out to a dog who's growling at me. But, you know, nobody said this character was smart, but he is a cancer researcher. So I would assume well, so. What's what's odd is like um, what's throwing me off is that he he has a conversation with Cyrus and is not able to have a conversation with Buck or Buck doesn't want to talk to him. And then Buck just goes Buck wild on him. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more Buck doesn't want to talk to him, right? Yeah. And Buck's angry. So, yeah. And we it did see Buck in the first couple of scenes, like it have bullets pop out of him. So yeah. he's got something going on. Yeah. And Cyrus apparently has something going on, too. And they has a history with somebody else, assuming little Bill is a dog. I don't know. Yeah. Unless he brought a human. I don't know. We, I, we don't know. We don't know. So we don't know. That's the fun. So we've got. Salem's fingers get bit off. Ow. Yeah. I mean, you know, pit bulls can do that. <laughs> yeah, as things happen, but it, yeah, it's still like wow. the sausages. And she's it like grabbing like, them up. <laughs> seem like, seem like a strong reaction. Uh, Ina reacts very strongly. She's screaming at Buck and they go get the fingers and mm-hmm. Cyrus just ends the whole thing with you stupid boy. You've just made things worse for yourself. So we we go four weeks later and there is a guy with a skullet. Yeah. Sleeping on a couch and he has some friends, friends, friends make wake him up. Yeah. And somebody comes into his rescue and tells him to take their hands off the turd. Some guy in a green shirt. Yeah. And then we have a full on professional wrestling fight. Chairs and everything. Oh, yeah, dude. Chairs. A a a TV. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty brutal. Also, yeah, it's interesting. So the guy with the green shirt grabs the little guy and takes him back in to see a big dog named Monto. Monto. Who's apparently guarding an elevator. And they ask where Salem is. And Monto goes and uh, calls the elevator. So he's also apparently a smart dog. Yeah. And Salem's talking and Salem's missing a couple fingers. Yeah. But it looks like uh, there's a blood match for... Monto, and maybe that's where Cyrus's blood went because Salem seems pretty happy about mm-hmm. this blood match. And we end on this note continued in issue number two, Small Sacrifices. Small. And I was like, wow, when this first came out, I read this first issue and I got it from Kickstarter and I was like, whoa, okay, when's the next one coming? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but how did you feel about the story so far? We looked at one okay. issue. I liked it. I, I I thought like 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 you said it 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 very it much takes you on a journey, makes you want to pick up the next one. I'm glad that the next one was available to read because it gives you this um this really good build up to a very interesting story about these very smart dogs that obviously have other things going for them, uh, some sort of healing factor and re- resilience and other things, you know, and uh, wanting to know a little bit more about them. I, if anybody's ever, I mean, for me, it's like, I like uh, Koontz books. And, and so watcher is, it has that feeling of like, Oh, there's a smart dog and there's a monster. Is that, are they talking about that? Is that, is that what's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, that's just, me. I don't know. I thought it was a good setup for a mystery. I mean, we set up some characters. <laughs> yeah. I care about the dog. Yeah. I want to know what's going to happen. And we get issue two. Issue and you two. don't have to wait because it's right here. It's right here. And it looks like we have uh, this this cover. There was a couple of covers, but this cover has Puppy Buck running up the stairs. Puppy Buck. Away from some guys with guns. And he looks really scared. He looks like my dog does when she hears fireworks. Mm hmm. So I don't like that. He's really scared. And we get Alpha Dogs number two, written by John Dexter. Breakdowns by Lucas Eurisha. Uh, illustrated again by Fernando Malik. Uh, Lucas Aruta on colors. And lettered by Lucas Eurisha. And I'm sorry, Lucases. I know I messed up your names, but I'm trying. <laughs> There's one too many Lucases. Actually, there's plenty of Lucases because I thought this was a fun book. So. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely, definitely good. Definitely good. And we get on a page one and we are in a junkyard. Yes. He's like, what's Salem's game anyway? Math, dope, nothing like that. But he's going to let us be part of his crew. <laughs> it's like, OK, we're getting a crew together. Yeah, we're getting a crew together. 
we're going to be part of the crew. Oh, does that, does that make Salem the alpha dog? Yeah, and <laughs> he says, uh, I hear you boys have been asking around about me. They say they're a friend of Toby's, and this sounds bad so far. <laughs> and they, they want to join. They're kind of demanding to join his crew. Yeah. But their friend wasn't supposed to talk about it, and they're about to get introduced to Monto. This doesn't seem like it's going to go well. I mean, if you wanted to be part of a crew, would you want to get driven to a junkyard with the person and their dogs? No, because you don't know what's going to what what that what that's going to entail. I mean, it seems like poor strategy, right? But on the on the on the henchman's part, right? But okay, well, Monto is not really impressed with them either. And he says, I am Monto and you are my prey. And that is a terrifying looking dog when he's all muscled up like that. Yeah, he looks like he's been eating those like uh, um, those like keto snacks, you know, so like <laughs> and and taking that that muscle milk. And that's just yeah, <laughs> he looks like the cows that are on that are bred just to look like muscles. Oh, yeah. Just a big yeah. muscly cow. Have, I, I, I swear, though, I saw like a dog that was just like I thought it was like a big monster of a like a dog but it was like a young dog that is just like genetically like whatever so yeah their dogs are just yeah they're, they can be very well salem says destroy them monto and is this like chopper sick balls right now is this... yeah kind of <laughs> chopper sick balls another famous infamous movie infamous. dog yeah infamous movie dog Except this is not Chopper, and this isn't going to go well for these two guys. No, not at all. <laughs> Get us out of here! Yeah, they try to they try to take a car, and Monto like flips the car over. Yeah, he just like boom flips it. That's and my car. <laughs> yeah, Skullet's worried about his car. Yeah, this is not this is not going so well. It's a uh, it's a bad day. And then he's like, Akeem, crush the car after Monto takes out the adversaries. He, he eats them inside the car. That's like, you know, car dining. You know, it's like a, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> car dining, car side meal, car no. side meal in car dining. There in we car yeah, dining. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the yeah. first time. Yeah. I'm like, go, like going to uh, what's the um, uh, man, I can't remember. I can't think of the uh, Sonics. Yeah, there you go. In car dining. Yeah. Sorry. Well, <laughs> we get to the evil master plan. We find out that Salem is pissed about the fingers and he's gonna take all of the dog's blood because he knows it works now he's a vampire that art is pretty cool with him sort of standing over like the the eyes and then sort of the like shadowy thing uh-huh. in the background yeah i like that you like that i don't know what yeah. do you think no that's good how do you like the panel movement so far as we get uh, into sleep sleepy buck sleepy buck it's it's good although like uh yeah, it's good. I'm just I'm going to say it's like the most half hearted good you've ever given. Well, on a no, comment. this well, is it's good. This is, this is where, maybe I this don't know. is this is where um, this is where some direction for the reader <laughs> uh, would be helpful, would be helpful. Although I know this is this is a dream sequence, but also a flashback sequence. Um, it is difficult to follow. <laughs> In the sense. Okay. Yeah. So Buck's dreaming about his past, but it's difficult to follow because it flips from big buck to little buck, big buck to little buck. Um, all these things are, uh, there's so many similarities to things that are happening in real time versus what is happening in the past to, you know, from the beginning of the story. So it's like, okay, well, are we tracking? Or are we not? tracking? Okay. I got you. Yeah. Cause she's running with the gun. Ina specifically is running with the gun with a gun grabbing puppy buck. Mm-hmm. And I guess the only difference is it's puppy buck, right? Yeah. I get what you're saying. This could be happening in real time where we've got these guys chasing her after mm-hmm. we just got told somebody was going to go and take her dogs. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, from, from, uh, I just know, like I've gotten notes from editors before where, this type of this, although this technique is is good, it makes it difficult for readers sometimes because it it's a lot of tracking action for someone. And if you're if you don't specifically sometimes point out when the wins are or 
or how these things are happening, some people might get uh, pulled out of the story and it, it makes it difficult because I yeah, know, I know that's, that's fair to track. And I know that this, I mean, we're going to be following this for a majority of the rest of the book at this point. So <laughs> it definitely makes it difficult. <laughs> I will say, um, the Winchester house stair drawings are incredible. Oh yeah. No, I, I definitely like, I, I, I like how all that, um, the apartment running the staircases go and everything. Actually, I think that's, it's really cool. Like it's like a movie chase scene in comic book form. And yeah. well, we basically have it where Ina corners them sort of, sort and then of. we got yeah. guns pointed at each other. You're not taking my dog. Yeah. And then Cyrus comes out and takes out, one of the big dudes mm-hmm. and well, I guess he falls down the, the stairwell yeah. and then off panel, he takes out another guy and then we've got Ina taking out a couple guys. Yeah. Yeah. We got the other guys <laughs> trying to shoot Cyrus and Ina takes out one and the other guy's like, I give up and she's like, Cyrus don't hurt him. And Cyrus is having none of this. She wants Cyrus, it's interesting because I, I do think it's a good contrast to the other part of the story. Mm-hmm. Cyrus is lecturing Buck about being overprotected, but yeah, now we get uh, Cyrus is the one that's overprotected. I don't say overprotective, but protecting the puppy and protecting Ina. Yeah. So, and we just get a he won't give up until uh, he learns how your dogs got their powers. So. It's interesting. So we don't know who the he is. We're continuing the mystery. I will say one more clue as we get out of the flashback. You are right with the action sequence, but the hair is different on Ina. Yeah, the hair the, is the pup's bigger. Yeah, it's just I, I think it's just one of those things where it's like it 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 either really works or it kind of works. And I think it kind of works. So yeah. that's my that's my note. Um, the, the contrast is good me, in this for, for me. So I do I mean, like the contrast at the end of the scene, though, is how she's got the puppy up against her face and then Buck tries to go lay down with her. And she's like, yeah, no. Yeah. She's like not having it. I, I also like I, I really want to know this at this point. It really makes me want to know how long has she had these dogs for? I mean, that's a good point. She's had she's had Bucky boy for uh, a little, you know, like for, ever since he's a puppy. Um, but how long has she had Cyrus and did Cyrus and Bucky come as a pair? No, well, Cyrus came from somebody else. We got that as other but, part of the mystery. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, Carl, because the original owner was referenced. Yeah, but did did she like take them both, or did Cyrus bring this little pup scamp <laughs> with yeah, him? Well, she's I know, still I know we'll get there. over over Salem apparently. Yeah, apparently. And oh man, she runs off to see Salem, and Buck said, "You'd always, no. I'd always be your boy." That's making me sad yeah i kind of got sad during the league of super pets too when that happened so what if i cried during the league of super pets is that are you gonna make fun of me no okay i mean i cried during the water boy so it's okay that's fair (laughs) and that was just because you were upset about captain insano yeah exactly is off and she heads off to see salem Mm mm-hmm And she said, after all these years of playing it smart, keeping my mouth shut about the dogs, I blabbed to Salem because he's interested in me. God, how stupid am I? I was so lonely. So she's starting to realize maybe she's being gaslit a little bit. A little bit. How long has she known this guy for? I mean, you know, that's the other question. Well, she knew him at the lab, right? Yeah. The original lab. So, uh, but that's, you're, you're still stuck. You're still stuck on this. You are, you were obsessing over, I get it. Yeah. So you're still saying, we don't know the time lapse between her getting the dogs, them working together in the lab. And now. Yeah. You're wanting that time lapse. I'm wanting, I'm wanting the time frames. Well, as we continue to build the mystery, maybe we'll find out. So I don't don't think we do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we get a comment. uh, Well, (laughs) We only have three of the issues, so, you know, maybe we'll find out. I don't know. But we find out Salem has been developing the next generation car T therapy. I call it all cure because apparently if it's called all cure, it cures everything. Oh, that that. Yeah, it's a one and done. Boom. Get it. Got it. Good. Everybody's cured. But he says, instead of uh, just bioengineering a sample of the blood cells to kill the cancer cells, my weaponized cells continually divide until the body is filled with my super cells. 
no virus or disease has a chance against my supercells. Okay, so, so maybe that has something to do with the dogs. But also reverse cancer, because that's exactly what cancer does. Right. It needs to multiply until your So you still have cancer. cancer. It's just good cancer instead good of bad cancer. cancer. Bad. You know, though, I mean. Eh. I mean, I want a bunch of supercells so I can be super. I don't yeah. know, though. Does it work that way? Well, these biceps tell you. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no one can see them, Dan. No one can see them. Oh, yeah, we're not on camera. No, we're not on show camera. off right now. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> you could try. He's expressing his concern. He says, uh, in 97% of our in vitro samples, the weaponized cells kill off the healthy cells at a rate too rapid to sustain life. Oh, so you are right. It's just it trading cancer. one cancer for another, it looks like. So he's making a bad. <laughs> yeah. So, and this was another flashback scene, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, or yeah, this is another flashback scene. <laughs> Technically, because yeah, because he doesn't have the beard, he doesn't have the beard, but it doesn't tell us that this flashbacks. <laughs> She's got the short hair. Yeah. OK, yeah, I OK, I'm with you. I do see how this is a little confusing now. I kind of wasn't sold on the first one because we've got puppy buck in the long uh, hair. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. OK, yeah, it I could see I was a little bit confusing. I think when I read through, mm -hmm. I just thought it I think I thought it was that is interesting. I might uh, maybe I'll reach out and ask because I yeah, I'm in sort of interested when I read through it. I thought it was when they were working at the lab together originally. Yeah, I don't think they actually worked at the same. They worked at the lab together. That's then this is me. Well, just the first time the, yeah, the, they worked together. Yeah, he and worked he said together. that story before. Yeah, okay. they worked together. But and then she gets this job. This is how she meets him. And but we don't know the time frame. Obviously, it's like however long it takes for him to grow a beard. <laughs> well, the beard also didn't he grow the beard between? Oh my gosh, he was a bit? good guy. He was a good guy before he shaved. When he was shaved, when he was clean shaven, and he grew a beard, he became a bad guy. <gasps> That's fair. Oh, just like in wrestling, he went from a baby face. Oh my. Gosh, no, I don't think that's true because oh. he didn't have the beard when he first met Buck and he grew the beard after his fingers were bit off. So Buck created Lex Luthor that. Oh, never. Holy mind. crap. Right. Yeah, that, that's oh. what happened. Oh, man. Buck. Well, he what is a bad fuck? guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Well, anyway, he introduces him to uh, introduces Ina to Monto and he says Monto is dying of cancer. And he says it's in his liver, stomach, everywhere. The vet said he could go anytime. Ooh. So he's building sympathy with the dog that eats people. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. She just knows that he's got a sick dog. Well, and this guy is a master manipulator. He's building on the, her desire to help people, the work they did in the lab before. Mm -hmm. He's building on her love of puppies. Not cool. Yeah, he's a he's a bad dude. But I do like how he sort of sets the story, too. I mean, she's sort of figuring it out, but he still keeps trying. Uh, and he says, I'm desperate here. Ina, wouldn't you do anything you could, no matter how slim odds to save Buck's life? And she says, I've spent most of my life keeping my dogs safe, making sure their powers don't get in the wrong hands. And he says, you don't trust old stubby. So now I'm interested, too. I'm wondering, maybe you're right. Like, maybe he was a good guy until his dog got cancer. And then he wanted the thing, the cure to save their, his life. But then he got power hungry. Maybe. I mean, that could or be the story. does his dog actually have cancer? Well, that's what I'm saying. His dog had cancer. And then he took Cyrus's blood and injected Monto with it and made him Super Monto. Or was he Super Monto before? And his dog never really had cancer. He just wants to make more dogs that are super. I don't know, but we better move on because we'll never get through these books if we don't. But you're right. We don't know because it's a mystery and it's we don't know. We we're don't speculating. Know. I know and I'm definitely not Hercule Perot. So oh, you're not. I thought you were <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. But you could so be. well, he makes one more play at Ina and then Montez says, I don't like her. And Salem's like, you don't want to destroy her, don't you? And he said, yes. And the dog that bit you. And he says, all in good time. Oh, no. He's, he's not a good guy. He's a bad dude. I'm thinking he was bad before. So, well, Ina goes home. Him an alpha dog? Well, the, the alpha dog in real life was a pretty bad guy. So, yeah. Oh, rough. So, well, <laughs> this is totally uncool. So, Ina goes home now and is going to call him Bucky Boo and now wants to take his blood. Oh, no. 
She called me. And she takes blood from both the dogs. Yeah. And they're both all tired out on the floor because they had their blood taken. And Buck's like, I'm so weak. (laughs) And Cyrus, the experienced one, says, we'll get our strength back soon, but she'll bleed us again if Salem tells her to. And Buck's like, why is she doing this? She loves us. And Cyrus, like, she loves you. Humans are selfish. They always choose their own happiness over the ones that depend on them the most. Yep. Ouch. Gut punch. Okay. <laughs> now we're back, and I'm not sure who this is, but she's I, saying, yep. of all the assignments I get stuck with here, who did I piss off? And her friends, don't bitch. I've been at this for four years. You're practically a rookie compared to me. And she says, I just don't see. She's like, I think I found her. Ah, yeah, right. You need a break. She's like, how old is that image? She says, 19 months ago. It's from a security camera at Gas and Go in Greensboro, North Carolina. They print it out and they're going to bring it to the boss. So it looks like these guys are looking for Ina. And they're like, Ina's returned to America. Good for her. I can't wait to see the look on her face. Okay. So we know Ina was somewhere else with huts. Yeah. All right. I, on I, an island. I, I'm going to I'm going to say this is where uh, there. OK, like, when uh, when when they cut to this, when they cut to this page where we have um, red looking at the computer screen, tap, 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 um, maybe just up in the corner. If it just said elsewhere, someone. Yeah, I like it because it says when I showed up on her doorstep. But yeah, like an elsewhere. Oh, I see. Yeah, like in the where she's like yeah. of all the assignments i get uh, of all the assignments stuck stuck to get here who did i piss off and up in the I corner see, like of that up panel, where the computer monitor is or in the other corner it just yeah. says elsewhere elsewhere okay. to guide us along yes yeah. <laughs> i do then, like the last three pages though i mean oh, i'm yeah. with you the elsewhere would have helped it did throw me off for a second but well, i am now intrigued i'm like so so what are we up to now we're through two issues right mm-hmm. i want to know if Monto really had cancer, yeah. I want to know how he got his powers. I want to know if Salem was ever actually a good guy. I want to know where this island is. I want to know how these people got here. Well, just Google I want to know how the island. dogs got their power. I want to know Google how Ina search. found out they got their power. Yeah. Um, we still know about Cyrus. You pointed that out. Yeah. There's a lot of threads going on here. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. You know what? What I'm thinking? If Ina is the keeper of the dogs, she's the alpha dog. Yeah. <laughs> so the book called alpha dog after ina yeah alpha dogs so she's like the pack leader whoa so i will say this yeah. before we go on to book three which we're about to do yeah how much better is this than the teen titans drug issues oh much better <laughs> much better <laughs> i'm just is this not is this not the ultimate palate cleanser right here yeah yeah definitely <laughs> i mean you know it's it's definitely a much better a much, much more, uh, it's, it's way gooder as the kids say. It's way gooder. Way gooder. And it's still technically about drugs. Yeah. It's about drugs. It's about drug manufacturing. Um, so we're in know, our theme. Got a lot of references to stuff, you know, math, dope, all that, you know, and then, you know, it's got, it's got, it's, it's, it's got you wondering. It's always got you wondering where they at, when they at, who they are, um, who's the alpha dog. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, I don't know. That was a alpha monologue from Greg right there. Exactly. That's what I like to do sometimes. You know, I'm not, I'm honestly not sure what you just said during that last minute or so, but I'm just going to roll with it. I mean, there's no way I'm deleting it and it's pretty amazing. I mean, I have my monologues throughout these podcasts. It's what the, it's what the listeners that want. Was fantastic. It's what the listeners need. <laughs> it's what listeners crave yeah i just gave them electrolytes yes brondo i gave them the brondo verbal brondo for their ears and their souls well we are we are at issue three i i I have to say before we go on some people want accolades some people want acolytes but everyone needs electrolytes brondo it's what they crave what plants crave well, we're at issue three. We've got Monto looking like he's going to eat Buck. Yeah, it's it's looking it's looking pretty, pretty grim. We got Cyrus and Ina in the background and a full moon. And apparently, oh Monto comes out with a full moon. Woo. We've got issue three. Oh, by oh, oh, like uh, like like Mon- Monto's a werewolf. I got it. Aware something. 
aware. I don't know if you're aware. Deer dog? He goes from a dog to a wolf. Wouldn't that be an interesting concept? If you were a dog bitten by a werewolf and you turned into a were dog. So you're just a regular dog by day and a werewolf by the full moon. Well, we've got written by John Dexter, illustrated by Fernando Malik, uh, colored by Lucas Oruta, breakdowns and lettering by Lucas Eurisha. Lucas says, I'm sorry, once again, cover art by Fernando Malik, Ezekiel Dominguez, and title art by Lucas Eurisha. So cool. And Alpha Dogs created by John Dexter. And now we have a copyright. So yay, by Kickstarter 3, we've got a copyright down there. Unless I just missed it before. I think but. you missed it on the last one, but on the first one, there wasn't one. On the second one, I believe there was one. And now we know that if you get bitten by a werewolf and you're a dog, you become a were-dog. Well, we've got people <laughs> with guns. People with guns? Good Lord. And they're securing the back door in, in tactical gear, of course. Yeah. And they break, they bust into this guy's house who is high as a kite. I find it so they're they're in tactical gear, but they got the ever so like the 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 ever so accurate AK forty seven. I mean, the gun the gun works, but well. Anyway, they break in, <laughs> demand to see this guy's pit bulls. This guy's really high on the couch. He's like, I don't have any pit bulls. I got no dog. Dog, what's up, dog? <laughs> and would've, he's like, <laughs> I would have died. I would have died. If that was the line. Uh. He's like, I don't know an Ina. I rent this place from Jeb Bosch. And he's like, gets done. Hey, everything gets knocked over. He's like, so they're so are we cool? And he's like, Yeah, we're cool. And then they kill him. Well, because he had well, because because he had dog white dog hair all over his furniture. And it's like a cop that sticks out at a concert. And I just sort of think that this guy wouldn't have actually remembered what was happening, or maybe like just maybe his pot was laced with angel dust. Oh, maybe, maybe. No, because then he know. would have had superhuman strength and would have taken out all these oh, guys. Yeah. yeah. Now, when we uh, learned that from 60 Minutes. Yeah. In 1978. Yeah. It makes you makes you got the superpowers. It makes you makes you a Superman. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we've got Buck and he's carrying some meat out to some little kitties. Yay, itty bitty kitties. They're so tiny. I will say I really like how he... I, I like how uh, John Dexter is pulling how as we've read these, you go from these really dark moments, to these really light moments. They I like how he weaves those mm-hmm. because it's not just like a slog, right? It's just yeah. not like sadness, 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 sadness. It's like, oh, there's Buck and he's helping little kittens. And Cyrus is going to, of course, make fun of him for helping the kittens. Right. Because right. right. do you think look at his coloring on his chest, though, dude? That's pretty cool. It is crazy. Did it's you know? Super man. Do you know why Ace the Bat Hound has a mask? Why? Well, because Batman has a mask. found Ace the Bat Hound. <laughs> yeah. And Ace the Bat Hound became Bruce Wayne's friend while mm-hmm. they were looking for his master who had been kidnapped. And then Ace the Bat Hound had a star marking on his face. So Bruce Wayne thought if Ace the Bat Hound was helping him track down the bad guy, the people would recognize that the dog had a star on his face and it was be both Bruce Wayne's dog and Batman's dog. And thus they would think that Bruce Wayne was Batman. So his solution was to put a mask on the dog. It's a pretty good, pretty good way to cover it up. Yeah, because. <laughs> but wait, they were looking for this dog's master. And the 50s were fantastic. And and then Bruce Wayne basically like he's like. I found you, but yoinks, I got a dog now. Look, I can't explain. I'm not going to tell all of the Ace the Bat Hound story today. I'm just letting you know that that's 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 the beginning. Is it like they find they find they find Ace the Bat Hound's master and he's like, the price for finding you is this dog. And sure. Ace is like, yeah, and he gets to keep him. Yeah. I mean, or that. It, I don't know if that explains reco- Bat Cow, but it, it was a recovery. It wasn't a rescue. Well, Anyway, we're back to the story. Jeez, <laughs> oh, it got dark again. Yeah, there's me to some kittens. Yeah. Oh, Salem's Cyrus. back. Oh, I don't like this guy. Nah, he's a he's he's a jerk. You know, he he starts looking more and more evil as we go. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh-oh. I like how the art devolves him. 
Yeah. Something is going. Do you think he like shot himself with this stuff? Maybe. I don't know. He might have. He wants to become the alpha dog. But he's continuing to play her, right? He says, you know, what's he doing here? Okay. The dogs, that's what Buck says. And then they start, you flash to him talking to Ina. He says, my parents were hit head on. The doctor said it's touch and go, um, but I must go to them in Ann Arbor. No, Baghdad. They were visiting family. My mother is Iraqi. Um, I know you told me how long uh, do you think you'll be gone? Um, however long it takes for them to recover and return home. So he is disappearing. Yep, he's going to disappear. Okay. So he's off to Iraq, supposedly. Mm-hmm. He's gone. He's sneaking away. And the dogs have it figured out. <laughs> Buck's like, why does he want our blood? And Cyrus is like, what do all men want from us? They want their power. So yeah, Cyrus, it's like Cyrus is the sage here and has us all figured out. I don't know uh-huh. why Cyrus isn't doing anything. He okay, should now, be doing something, but he tells me he's going to bite off more than his finger. <laughs> okay, now is where I'm going to try not to cry. So, okay, we've got. Oh yeah, this is. They're going to try this out on these adorable dogs. Yeah, yeah, all the puppies, all the poochies. sisters. Yeah, they've got two spaniels, and as you know, our mentor had spaniels. Yeah, before Goldens, and then an obnoxious spaniel uh, later. But yeah, oh man, that one was a crazy yeah. one. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, yeah. So John, the author, we love this book so far, but I know you probably did this on purpose, but yeah, this, this one hurt me a little bit. They're like, don't get attached to the dogs. I also have a friend that's done platelet research on dogs and ended up adopting one of the beagles that they did Mm -hmm. research on. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how I feel about dog research. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't feel good about animal research at all. And I know it's necessary, but yeah, this, this sucks. I mean, it's a great part of the story. So I'm not saying the story sucks. I'm just saying this sucks. Yeah. Have because to they, it. they try it on one of the two spaniels and the spaniel. One, one of the sisters does not make, does it. not make it. <laughs> and her blue little handkerchief goes off and then the red one does and they try it and looks really sad and freaked out. Mm hmm. And then, but our Skullet guy gives the sister, his sister's, her sister's blue handkerchief. So that was sweet. He's not, he's like a bad guy, but. But he's a good guy. He's a good, bad guy. I just don't think he's very smart, but. Yeah, he's not very smart. And then we get a new, so it looks like we have a Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Um, and says, hey, do you know what your powers, uh, what your power is yet? And she says, the Spaniel says, you're saying words. (laughs) A word. (laughs) And the Chihuahua says, yes. And so are you. We have our own language. You might say, I mean, we always have. But now with a richer vocabulary, my name is Tomko. And she says, you say words I do not know. And he says, that's because, in fact, uh, my enhanced ability is intelligence. So we have Brainiac Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, enhanced intelligence. Intelligence. (laughs) <laughs> or Luther dog, or I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Brainiac dog, but I like Tomko. Tomko's a nice yeah. name. I want to go home, Tomko. I'm scared, Tomko. I don't blame. I don't blame her. I'd be scared yeah. too. Yeah. You know, injecting me with stuff. Smoking. And then we get two others from the truck. Um, some Huskies. Mm-hmm. Are they? I don't know. They weren't in the truck, but they we weren't get some in the Huskies. Truck. Yeah. Some Huskies. And we got a lot of dogs. Yeah. Well, they're experimenting on all these dogs because they're assholes. And they and so, each dog has a different power to unlock. They're like, Pokemons. Wesley, talk to me. You've been sleeping all day and night. Uh, this is all your fault. I wanted to stay home, but you made me run away with you. And their owner was beating them. This is very sad. Yeah. And so he apologizes, but his brother can no longer see. So and they've got Salem come quick. We've got another mutate. So not being able to see is the issue. But these two both can talk. So both of them got yeah. the serum, right? Yeah, they got the serum. Well, Ina's looks like we've got uh, we're at next gen. So Ina is going in. Yeah. It says, what are you doing? Uh, What's it look like? They've fired Salem fired. He gave his resignation this morning and quit. Um, It's like not me. Probably called HR. Yeah, this I am with you. This is a little bit confusing, too. I'm not sure if this (laughs) is a flashback or if this is now. So I know I know that's with you 100 percent now. A little a little I I think a little thing up in the. in the corner, I think this is I think this is happening 
later that week, I'm going to say like just up in the corner of panel one on page 12, we just have later that week or when it was. (laughs) Yeah. But it looks like then we've got an explanation of what's happening. Myeloid cells are the key weapon in fighting off pathogens from invading the immune system. However, our slight enemy, Mr. Cancer Cell here, can trick myeloid cells to believing they are, in fact, healthy cells. And then explaining all this to Ina, who looks very bored because I don't think she needs this explained to her. Is she? And <laughs> this, she this also makes me wonder, is like, are they... Is this a teaching laboratory? Is this a college? Is this a, do they, I mean, so yep, weird. Not sure. I, I don't understand how, I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I get, I get it, but it looks like a classroom to me. However, the one thing I will say, and I do think like the timestamps would help, but I do think this, some of this is intentionally vague because it's part of the mystery. So don't spoil yeah. the mystery by asking for too much. I know, I know, I know. I think, well, they I, go I, back. I, I, I do find it interesting as like the dialogue, um, reading through this dialogue, it's each panel where the the doctor that's explaining the the cancer mutations and the and the cells dividing and growing and stuff like that. Um, it's almost like she's coming to a realization in each panel, like, oh my yeah. gosh, I have been gaslit. Yeah. Well, and so it is. It must be now, right? So maybe yeah. that's why we didn't have a timestamp because she goes home in the same outfit, same yeah. haircut, and goes and gets her dogs. I, I think maybe like if it's supposed to be like, you know, three weeks has gone by, I should just say three weeks later, <laughs> three weeks later. So we've got, it's interesting. We've got the, the dogs are in, she takes them she's leaving. She's gone. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to a fence and said, Oh my God, what did I do? And it's a compound and the dogs uh, help her sneak in. So she tells them to help him get through the, f- she says, you two get us through the fence. So they do. And they sneak in and she said, don't just stand there, hide. And there's Mato looking at them. And he's probably the best security because he is got those red eyes and is ready to go. Mm-hmm. So now they've got security lights and barking and Buck looks pretty scared. But Buck's going to go grab and open the door for him so they can get a uh, Buck. hears some other dogs barking, goes and open the doors and there goes Tomko leaving immediately. Yeah, like <laughs> gone out. Cyrus <laughs> so is like, is that a Chihuahua? <laughs> and here goes Mato a- after the Chihuahua and Buck dives in the way and says, leave him alone and stands that, over him. Is it Mato or is it a different dog? Because it, Mato looked bigger in the other pictures. This dog looks like small. That's true. Monto did look bigger and this one has red eyes. Yeah, it's not Monto. You're right. I don't know who this is. This is this dog looks different. That would. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's not Monto. It's the red eyed dog from the cover. So the werewolf, uh, they say the Doberman's been clocked at 86. Okay, so it's a Doberman. (laughs) We just got to listen to Tomko. He's a smart one. He's going to tell us what's going on. Doberman without his ears clipped. Okay, got it. And a tail. Got it. Okay. 86 miles an hour. Jeez. So he's attacking him like he's the flash. Uh huh. Biting him instead of punching him. Yeah. And oh, a three to me. So he calls him. Okay. The Doberman's a mindless killer, but it's not that stupid. And here we have Salem. He says, "Yeah, there's Monto." Okay. Yeah. What do you think of my creations? And we've got a skullet guy holding a gun, shaking. And we've got the other henchman there with the green shirt. Green shirt. And she's like, "What's wrong with his eyes?" And he's like, "It's a side effect of the serum. It's only affected." It's only affected only two of my dogs. The mutations also altered their personalities and made them violent. My theory is it's something to do with the dog's powers activating in the uh, piano gland. And he says, you don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew anatomy so I could read the comic book. Um, you didn't know <laughs> that, did you? Ha ha. And she's just basically like, why are you doing this? And now he's going to give his evil plot, right? This is <laughs> already. Yes. We've been working to this for three issues. Yeah. You planned it. It was no coincidence you were hired into my lab. Uh, not me, the universe or God. Call it what you like, but it's been granted retribution. Retribution for what? For the crimes against my family. And I have you, Ina, to thank for setting my plan in motion. Don't thank me yet. Uh, I think I loved you. Oh, to think I love you. Sorry. I was about to say, uh, I think yeah. I love you. Yeah. I think but, I love you. To think I love you. <laughs> Even uh, if it'll kill me, uh, it won't stop my men here from taking your dogs and finishing what I started. Monto, show I know what you can do. 
And he says, yes. He's like, let me have her. And Buck rushes Monto. He taunts him. Come here, little doggy. And they shoot Buck and he falls and he looks very dead. Yeah. The good news is we know he's not going to die because we saw him in the first issue and he was alive. Yeah. So this makes me feel a little bit better as long as I was still Buck. And based on the the face markings, it's got to be. So I'm not super sad right now, but I'm not really happy with people shooting dogs because that sucks. Right. Okay. And he's Salem's basically saying he has all he needs. He's going to have blood forever. And now we're back to the guy that owns the apartment. Uh Oh, we're back to the tactical military guys. Yeah. As the cliffhanger. And he's like, I've told you everything. And she works at a company called Next Gen. And that's where they're headed. So Salem's quit Next Gen. The other bad guys are headed to Next Gen. But we don't even know if they're bad guys. Maybe they're trying to help her. But they seem to. Oh, they shoot people. So they're probably bad guys. They're probably bad guys. Yeah, bad guys. And then we get puppy pictures. And we get puppy pictures. Oh, okay, good. Ends on a happy note. We get doggo pictures. <laughs> are these are these good dogs or bad dogs? I think they're all good dogs because you know how he dogs? said he's balanced. He's I don't think they're alpha dogs. And you know how he's balanced the sadness with yeah. the happiness. So yeah. I feel like I feel like he had to put <laughs> the happy puppies at the end of this because it was a lot at the end of the story of issue three. That's true. Uh, but I but I do want to get to issue four to find out what happens because we know Buck's alive, but right now he doesn't look very alive. He does not. And they're going to bleed him and drain him and drain him and bleed him and take his blood like a vampire. And we've got these paramilitary guys trying to get the dogs and we've got yeah. Salem trying to get the dogs and we don't yeah. know what wrongs have happened to his family or why he became such an asshole. So and who was on the island and what did what did Ina do? Where oh, the did, island. Yeah, we're back to issue two. I don't know what's going on off the island. Where so did Cyrus come from. What was John Buck Dexter? Perfect? Give me issue. John Dexter, give me issue four, please. But as soon also, as possible. But also put headings in your pages yeah. to direct people like me. You are really upset about these headings. So. I, it, again, it's it, it's 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 my own personal preference. Other people might not care, and it's just me. But I, I the reason why I either like them, I like them in books because they give me direction. And they let me know where um, what's going on, where the action is happening, when it's happening and who who is it happening to or with at what point in time. That's uh, fair. Those are important things to me. Uh, I've gotten these types of notes from uh, editors in the past in my own writing and had to make these changes in pages and panels to create that type of uh, subtext to those things to make it understandable for readers uh so it's one of those things that if i notice it even though you just it keep seeing it bother me it it does and it bothers me more so when you do it once and then you don't continue to do it through the rest of your series so we saw it in book one in the beginning but then we stopped seeing it midway through and the rest of the, <laughs> through the rest well of I, yeah days. and i'm kind of with you too there were a couple <laughs> scenes that were flash scenes to somewhere else, but I didn't know if they were in the same time period because we start with a flashback. So uh-huh. overall, would, how'd you like the story? Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. I find it, I find it very enjoyable, very fun. Um, it's, it's got, like you said, it has its, it has its light moments. It has its dark moments. It's got characters that, I mean, characters that you like, i.e. the dogs characters that you don't like, i.e. Salem and some of the other dogs <laughs> and the paramilitary people. And even though Ina's doing her best job, I'm not sure if I like her that much. Yeah. And I, I like it too. <laughs> I think it was a fun book and I probably give it, uh, you know, four paws out of five, four, four. Juliet paws out of five so well, far. Those dogs and... only have four paws. Jeez. So where's that fifth paw come from? Oh, Dan, that's a good question. So maybe I should give it three and a half pods, pause out of four. But <laughs> I, I I like it a lot. Juliet heard her name too, and she perked up. She's like, "Hey, does that mean you're done podcasting?" And it, and it probably does mean we're about done podcasting. Is it because in in your house you're the alpha dog? It I guess that makes me the alpha dog in the house. I don't think I am, but that's not a discussion I want to have on this call. So. With that said, uh, hey, we love this book and yeah. or we love these three books. And uh, hey, there's going to be another one on Kickstarter soon. So keep watching Kickstarter for John Dexter and Alpha Dogs number four. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if you if you like Alpha Dogs, go to Kickstarter, put a little save on there for for Alpha Dogs and go. And when that pops on you, go and back it 
jump on it right away. I know that's something we're going to most likely do as we are pretty invested. Damn you, Dan. Damn you. Yep. Well, we'll have to review it again. Yeah. So, well, I on that note, is it never forward? <laughs> on that note, I think it's time to, to wrap it up because yeah. I can see a roommate getting home and I'm anticipating some barking entering our podcast very soon. If we don't get off this That's podcast, what happens on a dog podcast. Dogs are real life and dogs so in real life. Somebody's right. going to be is already really irritated because they've been locked in the room and they're going to be really irritated in a minute. So, yeah. All right. Well, till then. And on cue, there she goes. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> we'll be back with you next time on another episode of Funny Book Forensics. <laughs> <laughs>